gentlemen. Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trev. Uh-oh, it's happening. It's growing. Bring it, go. And getting bigger every oh, yeah. single Woo! day. Chop, chop. There's plenty of embarrassing to do and only a few hours to do it in. America's number one outdoor radio show. Greatest nation in the world. For over 15 years. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. That's really the, the best that we can hope for out of this. Amen, brother. here and you can see where the eye of the storm hit this category four hurricane when the storm actually hit the doors blasted open windows shattered and it's gonna get worse before it gets better out there and i think that's what's gonna set this apart when it's all said and done from so many other storms is the fact that it has stayed over that same region and will continue to do so the next coming days when the house fell to the ground i thought we were all dead i was really scared i couldn't see how I could possibly step out into that water and get the kids free to the trucks or anything. You have to remember, this is bayou water that's flooding. That's everything that's in the bayou means it's moving out. That's the crawfish, the snakes, and the alligator. There's no sign of any recovery as of yet, no sign of any emergency vehicles. It seems like the big challenge is going to be to clear those roads so people can get here. Total rainfall amounts could reach 50 inches in some places throughout the great state of Texas. Federal officials expect at least 30,000 people to relocate to shelters and more than 450,000 victims to seek disaster assistance. So folks, please help people affected by Hurricane Harvey by donating today to the Red Cross. You can visit them online right now by going to redcross.org. No donation is too small. 50 cents, a dollar, five dollars, anything will make a world of difference. Again, that's redcross.org. Now we have nowhere to go home to. We have nowhere to go. Okay, now let's start the show. Yeah, well, I must admit that the hooded mergansers are good sports. Golden Golden Eye! Hooded Merganser! King Eider! Lesser Scarpuffleheads! So goose! That leads you right into the show, That was perfect! <laughs> Holy uh, cow. All right, so we are talking all things uh, wing shooting on today's show. I'm pumped about this. We're going to be joined by Ronnie Phillips, also Logan Burdett of Heartland Waterfowl. They are on Outdoor Channel uh, Saturdays, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Such a great show. They're going to be sticking around for a doubleheader. I think that's neat. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. Uh, then we're going to be joined by uh, Larry Lutenager. Uh He is the CEO of Pattern Master. Going to be telling us about some uh, anaconda uh, choke tubes. You can shoot snakes with. Shoot some snakes. Some planes, stuff like that. Then Eva Sharkey, brand new book. I'm actually holding it right now. Taking aim. Such a fantastic read. Daring to be different, happier, and healthier. And she's uh, on tour this week. She is on tour this week in the great outdoors. I think we have a clip. Yeah, we do. Set this up. Uh, she's talking about her new book and what she's hoping to achieve with it. Take a listen. Eva Shockey. It's something, I want them to read this book, whether they're hunters, non-hunters, whether they're interested in the outdoors, or honestly, I even said if people don't like hunting, I'd still love them to read this book because I really think it will open their eyes up to a whole other world 
it'll hopefully encourage them to get out of their comfort zone, take a leap, go against the grain, and maybe a little bit of pushback from people thinking you're not supposed to do that because you're a girl, you're too young, you're too old, whatever it is, and just take a chance and go for it. All right, so again, Miss Eva Shockey taking a brand new book. By the way, have we even talked to you, Bunny? Not really, huh? No. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> just keep that up. <laughs> then Becky Humphreys, uh, she's the all-new CEO of National Wild Turkey Federation. That's NWTF. She's going to be stopping by, and she's going to be telling us about some of their accomplishments, what's happening, what's shaking over there at NWTF, and what they're doing the next few years. That's right. Pretty cool. All right, so Mrs. Bunny, you're going to have some tips throughout the show, right? You bet, guys. All right, so let's get to Ronnie Phillips and Logan Burton. Heartland Waterfowl right here on The Revolution. This is Part 1. Take a listen. Hello? Hello. I'm sure you'll find it interesting. Now, here's Part 1 of an exclusive two-part interview with Ronnie Phillips and Logan Burton of Heartland Waterfowl, seen on Outdoor Channel. Right there. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, my Outdoor TV and Nissan. Take it away, boys. <laughs> Jimbo, thanks for being joined by Ronnie Millsap. <laughs> no, it's actually Ronnie Phillips. He outshot me, too. <laughs> uh, Logan Birded. Uh, they are the co-hosts of uh, Heartland Waterfowl on Outdoor Channel. Make sure you watch it Saturdays, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Such a great show. You know, like we mentioned earlier, guys, uh, just in the beginning of the show, uh, early dove season kicks off this week and all throughout the Midwest. I think in a couple weeks, up north in, like, North Dakota. Uh, yeah, Sand the, Hill uh, Crane season. Sand Hill Crane season starts. It's going to be opening up as well. Now, is it true? Obviously, we've never hunted them, never eaten them before. How are they when they come to are as, they good table, as fair? table fair? Yeah, they're they're known as the filet mignon of the sky, or what did you call them, Mr. Bunny? The, the, rib, the ribeye of the sky. The ribeye of the sky. How are they? Are they tasty? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the best there is. It's yeah. the best bird to eat, in my opinion. Um, and that's probably the best part about shooting them. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you just came back. I mean, we're talking about your wiping the sleep out of your eyes yet from uh, being up in North Dakota on an early waterfall hunt. Is that true? We were up in North Dakota. Uh, we just got back last night. We were up there for a whole week, you know, with us uh naturally we're very passionate waterfowl hunters but we have an obligation to the network to create as much compelling content as we can possibly get to tell a lot of different uh storylines you know i mean so there's whether you're shooting sea ducks or you're shooting the sandhill crane that you mentioned or you know the the canada goose or the the mallard duck whatever there's a lot of different stories because waterfowl hunting a lot of times people just think of the you know the greenhead or the the canada goose and well, we, there's a whole lot of different types of waterfowl hunting out there from coast to coast. And so what we like to do is try to tell as many different genuine storylines as we possibly can. And with uh, a lot of states opening up an early goose season, uh, North Dakota being one of those, we want to tell that story because there is a unique storyline that comes with the early Canada goose season that is a lot different than that Canada goose that you're going to hunt come, you know, November and December. All right, Logan Burdett, also Ronnie Phillips, Heartland Waterfowl Outdoor Channel, Saturdays, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, that's got to be a lot different because you figure temps right now, you're looking 80s, 90s, possibly close to 100 versus later in the year, you're going to be freezing your left elbow off. How does that <laughs> warm weather affect the Canada goose? It's tough. It makes it really, really difficult. I mean, you know, in North Dakota, you're hunting a lot of local birds. Um, you know, there's nothing that's going to migrate. There's no new birds coming in. So, um, you know, what you see is what you get. Typically, you're, you know, seeing, you know, 50 to 100 birds in a field. If you get lucky, you know, maybe two to 300. But, um, you know, they're 
fresh off the nest. They're young birds and, you know, they want to stick in their family groups and they don't really want to land next to your decoys. They want to land off by themselves. So it makes the hunting very, very difficult. Yeah. Now, when, when you're out there, and I've heard this from a lot of folks, not, not only the early part of the season, but as the season progresses, scouting is like the biggest thing that you have to do. A lot of windshield time. Yeah, a lot of windshield time to find out where they're concentrated and so forth. And do they, when they're out there feeding, say, late in the evening and you're trying to find out, do they lift off from there, the fields, and go back to a a refuge? Yeah, yeah. So typically, they're they're feeding twice a day, um, coming out early in the morning and coming out pretty close to dark at night. And yeah, I mean, they, they all have their own little sanctuary so to speak body of water refuge you know they go to and from but yeah um, as soon as they get done feeding, they're going straight back to the water. You bet. Hey, guys, how about sticking around for a second part? Yeah, that'd be great, man. Looking forward to it. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We've got more wing shooting action to come with Ronnie Millsap, as Jimbo thinks. Uh, that's Ronnie Phillips, Logan Burdett, Heartland Waterfowl Outdoor Channel, Saturdays, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been brought to you by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV, and Nissan Part 2 with the guys from Heartland Waterfowl. Right after this. Don't go anywhere, peeps. I'm waving at you. I'm over here. Ronnie. He's on the Here's left, the and Logan is on the right. I can see that now. <laughs> Rock out ah! with your mallards out. Mallard! Duck, 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 duck. The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Get that outdoor feeling. Connect with the boys on social media and punch up JimandTrav.com and see what's trending. Stay tuned. The revolution will continue right after these short messages. Like a bullet. Outdoor Channel presents Big Country Fridays. You ain't never gonna get me alive. And I'll get you this dick. The best of Hollywood, Nashville, and the outdoors. All I know is there's a lot of them and only two of us. From the Duke to Luke, all your favorites are here. We got something special for you. Put your big boy pants on it. Come on. Big Country Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern, only on Outdoor Channel. Introducing a pickup truck so tough, so rugged, you become a real man just by sitting in it. So get ready to outwork and outlast any other pickup on the planet. Sound familiar? Pickup truck ads will do anything to make their trucks sound invincible. But let's get real. No truck lasts forever. The more miles, the more repairs. It's just common sense. Yet most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for just three years, 36,000 miles. (laughs) That isn't much of a long haul for most truckers. So when you hear claims like, All-time toughest truck in the world, you know it doesn't mean much unless they can back it up. That's why we built the 2017 Nissan Titan to work hard and backed it with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Now that's a hardcore truck warranty. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan family of trucks. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Now, let's get back to the revolution with Jim and Trav and early wing shooting. Welcome back to the airwaves. <laughs> Here again is Ronnie Phillips and Logan Burdett, hosts of Heartland Waterfowl on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. This is part two. This is the Revolution with Jim and Trav. We're talking about wing shooting on today's show, and we've got the boys from old Heartland Waterfall on. That's right, old Ronnie Phillips, now that I'm deaf. 
Uh, Logan Burnett, Hartley Waterfowl uh, on Outdoor Channel. That's right. Five o'clock on Saturday. That's right. Yeah. Eastern time. Thank you. Well, too. And PM. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So let's get right into this, boys. Let's talk about uh, concealment, guys. How essential is uh, adequate concealment? Because when you look at hunting as a whole, when it comes to, let's say, waterfowl hunting, the bulk of the time is eaten up uh, with scouting for one, setting out your decoys, so on and Polishing so forth. Polishing your gun. Uh, but should we go that extra mile when it comes to camouflaging ourselves? Will it pay off in the long run, guys? You need to be going the extra 10 miles. Do you really? <laughs> um, yeah. It's it's the number one priority. It's the biggest thing, and it's often the thing that people want to do last or not do at all. But if a bird's not decoying, they're not decoying uh, because your decoys don't look good enough. They're decoying because they see you and they know you're there. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the reason that they're not coming in um, 100% of the time. 99% of the time, if you're not killing birds, it's human error, and it's because of concealment. Well, and I, you know, and to elaborate on that, I think one of the things that I learned, I mean, I guess this will be our third season hunting the Sand Hill Crane down in West Texas. And one of the things that I found that was interesting, aside from how great their eyesight is and how even more important concealment is, was that <clears throat> typically when those birds are making their approach, you know, a lot of times when you're hunting ducks or geese, they'll kind of fly over. They're going to kind of look and see where they're going to land, kind of evaluate the whole situation before they actually decoy. Uh, with the Sandhill Crane, more times than not, if not every time, they're going to know from 60 yards out whether or not they're going to land there or not. And if they're not, they're just going to fly on by and land somewhere else. And they once in a very great while would you get them to spin and decoy, but they make up their mind on that first approach whether they're going to do it or not. And if they're not, they just wait for the next group to come in. Yeah. Now, the thing is uh – you can, in fact, call sandhill cranes, right? I mean, they have a very, very strange sound. Do they have more than one sound that they make? You know, typically they, you know, just like a goose or a duck, you know, they all sound a little bit different. They all don't sound 100%. But, yes, you can call them. I don't know how much they actually respond to the call, more of uh, just letting them know that you're there. And we just, all we do is we just take our goose call and just retune it a little bit as far as the calling goes. But, yeah, I don't know if they actually, you know, react to it as much as, say, a mallard duck would or a speckle belly or, you know, a Canada goose. But, you know, they definitely know that you're there when, when you are calling. And, and I think that's more of a, hey, you know, we're over here versus a decoy or, you know, a comeback call or to get them to turn around. It, I don't think it necessarily yeah, is all that yeah. well with the St. Hill Crane. All right. Logan Burdett, also Ronnie Phillips, Heartland Waterfowl Outdoor Channel, Saturdays, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, these younger birds, obviously, they're not very wary. How are they coming into decoys? You know, as you get later in the year, I mean, they they are tough to call in. They are tough to bring in with decoys. Are they a little easier in that aspect? If you've done your homework, you've done your scouting, you're on the birds. Are they easier to bring in? Yeah, we find that it's actually a little bit difficult in early goose season than it is in in the later season. Yeah, absolutely. uh, You know, the, the theme of early goose season is what we call short stopping, where you, you can put out your decoys there, but, you know, depending on the size of your field and how you're set, I mean, there's a whole lot of moving parts and there's a lot of different dynamics to waterfowl hunting in general. But uh, short stopping is, is kind of the common theme with these birds. And so flagging and calling is, you know, very important, making sure that you're, you're when you are scouting, you're watching exactly where you're at. Like, for example, the last hunt that we did, 
a couple nights ago, you know, we're, we're really, once we got into the field, just walking the field before we set everything up just to see if we can find goose droppings and making sure that that was exactly where they wanted to be. So in our experience of the later season versus the earlier season, we find the struggle to be a lot more difficult in the early season. Mm. Okay. Now, now are most of your shots in close or are they long, more long distance or you never really know? You don't really know. It's kind of hit or miss. I mean, you'll have groups that decoy, you know, perfect. Um, and then the next group will come out and it'll land 400 yards away from you. And there's really no rhyme or reason to it. They're young birds and it's kind of like they're too dumb for their own good. There you have it. That was Ronnie Phillips and Logan Burdett and they're with Harlan Waterfowl. That's right. On Outdoor Channel Saturdays, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Logan is actually Ronnie's father. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to get to a break. I don't know how that worked out considering he's about 10 years younger. But, uh, he was yeah. prolific. <laughs> he, he's way ahead of his time is what he is. All right, now, boys, to learn more about you guys and Heartland waterfowl upcoming episodes uh sponsors where you're gonna be where can we find all that online guys um obviously heartlandwaterfowl.com you can go there we're very active on our instagram and uh, facebook we're also on snapchat is kind of one of those new things that uh, people are trending towards and uh you can find us there at h waterfowl uh we're on twitter as well so if there's a social platform out there we're on it and of course You know, if you want to ever see any of these uh, episodes that we've done in the past, you can watch those uh, as a digital download on our website or go on to the Outdoor Channel's My Outdoor TV app where you can find content there as well. That's right, man. For those slow days in the blind, watch some My Outdoor TV, little Heartland Waterfowl, get some great tips. All right, Mr. Ronnie Phillips, Logan Burdett, Heartland Waterfowl on Outdoor Channel Saturdays, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you watch it. Great show. Boys, got to get to a break. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you, and glad to know the FCC is going to let you stick around for a little bit longer. You bet. Hey, folks, don't go anywhere, because coming up next is Becky Humphreys. She is the CEO of the National Wild Turkey Federation. That's right, and this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out online, yamahamotorsports.com. But first, here's a little tip from Mrs. Bunny, and she's dishing on Busted Doves. Once again, Becky Humphreys. Coming up next, don't go anywhere. Here's Mrs. Bunny with Fast Flyers. Fast Flyers. Do you want to see more success this dove season? Keep in mind a few quick tips to maximize your daily quota. One, don't use too tight of a choke. Use a modified or improved cylinder for a wider pattern. Two, use larger pellets. Use fours, fives, or sixes for a dense pattern and plenty of knockdown power at longer ranges. Three, shoot while sitting so you can focus on maintaining good form. And finally, try decoys. While not necessary, they can help you get a closer shot. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Connect with the boys on social media and at JimandTrav.com to access a whole world of exclusive outdoor awesomeness. Just trust me, I promise you'll all love it. Like Jim's blog, Trav's Take, Buy or Bust, professional hunting and fishing tips and tactics, wherever you are, whenever you need it, JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution will continue next. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This is how we do it. It's real people, real adrenaline. The new app that lets you stream from the world's largest library. 
of exclusive outdoor content. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. You can even download It's Adventure to Go. That's what I'm talking about. Powered by the leaders. Built on the experience of legends. Start your free trial today. Download the My Outdoor TV app right now. Introducing the ultimate midsize utility ATV. The all-new Yamaha Kodiak 450. The Kodiak 450 offers class-leading comfort and proven off-road capability with its durable ultramatic automatic transmission, on-command four-wheel drive, plus optional electric power steering. Starting at just $59.99, see the new Kodiak 450 today at YamahaMotorsports.com. MSRP subject to change. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders age 16 and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Don't miss Cabela's Labor Day sale in-store and online. Outfit your family with 20% off Cabela's brand clothing and footwear. Hit the lake with 50% off Berkeley's lightning rod spinning combo and enjoy the outdoors with 20% off Cabela's camp furniture. Keep your firearms and valuables secure with up to $600 off Cabela's premium gun safes by Liberty. And go to Cabela's.com to receive your code for up to an additional 10% savings store-wide. Exclusions apply. Now through Labor Day at Cabela's and Cabela's.com. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trev. Well, 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 who's here? Now here's Becky Humphreys, CEO of the National Wild Turkey Federation. Brought to you by Cinch, the official clothing brand of the revolution with Jim and Trev. Visit them online at cinchjeans.com. Hey, we're back. We're talking wing shooting on today's show. And before the break, we heard from the guys from Heartland Waterfowl. Yeah, Ronnie Phillips plus Logan Burden makes you watch it again. Heartland Waterfowl on Outdoor Channel. Saturdays, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. But just now, we're being joined by Becky Humphreys. She is the CEO of National Wild Turkey Federation. That's right. First time on the show. So glad to have you, Miss Becky. Well, let's just run through real fast the history of uh, the wild turkey here in North America. Around 1900, there was roughly, so hard to believe, Jimbo, 250,000 birds. Uh, that's not too many. It's like one estate. Couple Thanksgivings, they've been gone. Uh, in 1973, when the NWTF was actually founded, there was about 1.5 million. But as of today, and this is solely because of the conservation efforts of the National Wild Turkey Federation and their boots on the ground, there is currently, isn't there something, Miss Becky, like 2.7 million birds right now in the U.S.? And that's not including Congress. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's correct. We have... I mean, it is the success story of North American wildlife conservation. The restoration of the wild turkey was an all-hands-on-deck effort uh, with state agencies and the National Wild Turkey Federation all across the country. And it's one that I got to work on as a young biologist, releasing wild birds that have been trapped in other states, seeing them flourish in the great state of Michigan, and now to have tremendous turkey hunting in that state as well as numerous states across the country. So, I mean, it is, it's been one of the all-time accomplishments for everyone who's worked on it. Yeah, now, we know that there are four subspecies in the United States. Where have you guys directed most of your work? Was it for the eastern bird, maybe the Miriam? How about the uh, the Rio or the... Uh, oscillated? Oscillated. Probably numbers-wise, it was Easterns the most, but it, it has really involved all of them. And we have worked very closely on it, but we really started in the Eastern United States. And so it was really the advent of the rocket net that that made it possible to trap these wild birds and then relocate them to other states. Yeah, once again, talk with uh, Miss Becky Humphreys. She is the National Wild Turkey Federation's uh, CEO. Now let's talk about Save the Habitat. Save the Hunt. It's NWTF's 10-year initiative. 
Uh, this is just amazing. You know, number one on the initiative, you want to conserve and enhance four million acres of critical wildlife habitat. Four million acres? I mean, that's insane. That's, that's like awesome. Rhode Island. Exactly. It is. We are an organization, though, that is, we partner and can leverage dollars like nobody's business. And really, that's part of the reason I'm here at this organization is because this organization, our volunteers devote so much time and energy. And most of the dollars that we bring in, we can multiply those with partner dollars so that we can get matches, you know, Four to one, five to one, up to 30 to one in some cases. Wow. With that, we are able to do just substantial amount of work all across the nation. We're usually one of the top 10 timber buyers on national forest land because of our stewardship work. And, um, you know, we're an organization that doesn't have a timber mill or anything else, but that's how much active forest management we do. That's right. You're listening to Becky Humphreys. She is National Wild Turkey Federation's CEO. We're discussing, the, obviously, the wild turkey plus conservation uh, issues across the landscape. Uh, this is amazing. As you know, I think there's something about 2.7 million uh, turkey hunters in the U.S. You guys actually want to recruit and increase that by 1.5 million. Ambitious. In the next decade, you guys want to raise $1.2 billion to exceed your goals. You want to open access to more than 500,000 additional acres for hunting. What you guys are doing, th- this almost seems like out of reach, but somehow you guys obtain. You the- pull it off. Ex- every single time. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a conservation organization that really achieved its mission, and that was to restore the wild turkey. Who better than us to really set really bodacious, large goals and go after them? And this year will be the midway point to save the habitat, save the hunt, and we are ahead of schedule on all of our goals so far. Yeah. Now, how can Travis and I, and a lot of people out there that are listening to this, how can we help you? What, becoming a member of the National Wild Turkey Federation, or maybe volunteer, or just send in a donation? What? All of those would be wonderful. First of all, we'd love to have more members. We want more members, not only because they bring us strength and they give us dollars, but we also want you to help us train the next generation of conservationists. And we want you to be with us there as we restore this habitat, to be aware of it, to tell the story, and to represent turkey hunters very well in this country. All right. For those people that are just now tuning in, we are discussing uh, the National Wild Turkey Federation with NWTF's CEO, Miss Becky Humphreys. Uh, now, let's kind of touch on why hunting is conservation and why this concept is so hard for a lot of people to comprehend and accept. Um, Obviously, this is something you guys battle daily. It's a tough struggle, but it is the truth. How are you guys combating that? Oh, absolutely. It's the truth. Well, most people don't realize that the very vast majority of funding nationwide in this country comes from hunters and shooters. It's the 11% excise tax that falls on all sporting arms and ammunition and some equipment that goes and gets sent out to the states for wildlife conservation. We call it the Wildlife Restoration Act. It was passed in 1937, and it has restored so many species, including the wild turkey. It is the majority of funding that the states use and match against their state license revenue that funds their conservation programs. 
the heartbeat of conservation. You bet. Hey, we're coming up to a hard break, Miss Becky. Can you tell us again how to become a member of the National Wild Turkey Federation or maybe become a volunteer? NWTF.org. All right, and again, that is NWTF.org. Don't go anywhere. Coming up next. Hey, we got Eva Shockey. No, we got Larry Lutenager. He is the CEO of Pattern Master. Pattern Master are going to be talking about their fine choke tubes. But this has been brought to you by Cinch, the official clothing brand of the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online, check them out, cinchjeans.com. But before Larry, before we get to a break, here's a word from Mrs. Bunny, and she's talking about bagging more September teal. Don't go anywhere. Miss Becky, though, thank you so much for coming on. We greatly appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you so much. And now, the most downloaded song in North America. Shotgun! We're gonna shoot some doves, gonna shoot some geese, gonna shoot some pheasant, gonna shoot some quail, gonna shoot some turkey, gonna shoot some widget, gonna shoot some bird, gonna shoot some birds. That's a wrap. Here's Mrs. Bunny with some foul advice. September teal. September brings the migration of teal. Blue wing, green wing, and cinnamon. Teal prefer very shallow water, even sheet water, where the seeds they eat lie close to the surface. So, preseason scouting will tell you which shallows are being visited most frequently. Teal are the early risers of the duck world and usually fly first in the morning, so get to your destination early. When choosing decoys, spinning wing decoys are a big help. The action from these decoys is often enough to sell even the wariest of birds on your spread. Log on to JimandTrav.com right now for all things revolution. And stick around. The boys will be right back. What does it take to survive when Mother Nature is calling all the shots? Nick Munt and Laura Shera. Together they put their skills and their bodies on the line. We're going to simulate the world's worst weather pattern, the tornado. Survival Science, Monday at 9 Eastern, only on Outdoor Channel. Celebrating 25 years in business, High Mountain Seasonings has released its 25th Jerky Kit for 25 years. Try our new Spicy Lime Kit today. It is sure to be a hit. See our complete line of products at HIMTNJerky.com. That's H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't text back. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid, the new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. You're on the revolution with Jim and Trev. I will get instantly to the point. Early wing shooting is what's going on this week. Now, here's Larry Lutenager, CEO of Pattern Master. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings and Cabela's. Here's Jim and Trev. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from old Becky Humphreys. She's the CEO of National Wild Turkey Federation. Right. But right now, we're going to talk dove hunting with Larry Ludnager with Pattern Master. That's right. He is the CEO of Pattern Master. Such a fine choke to have made right here in the United States of America. Uh, that's great. Now, Mr. Larry, we've mentioned a million times so far on the show. We want to kill doves. We, we do, we do want to kill doves. Dove season opens this week where we are at this weekend, actually. Uh, so what do you guys have there, Pattern Master? Some choke tubes for us that's going to help us kill as many doves as we possibly can, Mr. Larry. What do you guys have? Well, if you're going to be shooting doves, I would recommend probably uh, one of our anaconda line, which is uh, probably the, the short-range anaconda, because it would it'll give you a big enough pattern where uh, those little buggers uh, 
<laughs> don't get through it. <laughs> yeah. Tell us exactly how a choke tube works. What does it do to your shot to make that wider pattern or tighter pattern? How do they work? Well, most of our choke tubes, they don't use constriction to control the pattern. Now, constriction has a lot of good purposes. Uh, if you're shooting at something stationary, uh, turkey hunting, things like that. And uh, a long shot string really doesn't come into play. Now, what we're able to do is by not using constriction to control the pattern. You know, when you do use constriction, it's like when you pour sand in a funnel, okay? And everything can't pass through at the same time. So mm. what happens in your shotgun is your shot string can get up to about 15 feet long. So, like I said, if you're shooting at a stationary object, that's really not an issue. But when you have something flying across in front of you and you have 15 foot of shot string, even if you hit him, you missed it with most of your pattern. Yeah. Now, let, let me understand okay. this correctly on your shot pattern uh, or shot string, I should say. When you squeeze that trigger and that shell goes off, the BBs go out the end of the barrel, but they don't go all in one group. They start off, as you said, maybe like right. right right at the very beginning of the barrel, but then they could go on out there for 35, 40 yards, and they end up to be 15, 20 feet long. You could have some flyers out there, a little bit of everything. Right, right. And the farther they go and, and not staying together, the faster they, they kind of go wild or run out of energy, you know. Mm. Um, the way our studded tubes work is when a wad passes through there carrying all that shot we have five little blocks that are located down inside mm -hmm. the base of the wad will hit them and it will retard it and put such a shock on it that all that shot will go out at the same time so we're able to keep that shot string down to about two to two and a half feet holy cow really yeah and yeah. so when you put that on something that's flying by, I mean, now you can use your whole shot string. All right. So we okay. could go, let's say, in this Anaconda line, okay? Mm -hmm. You have several different offerings. We could have one that's more beneficial for, let's say, hunting dove. You know, and it, I, what are we, a mm -hmm. little over six, seven weeks away, going to have fall turkey season open up uh, here in the Midwest. Now, do you have one in the Anaconda line that's good for waterfowl as well? The mid-range or the long-range, or well, any of them, you can shoot steel through any of those. Yeah. And they work great. Actually, when we first came out with our Anaconda line, you know, we were trying whatever we have here to see what would work the best. And what we're all shooting is it's a variation of the Anacondas. Mm-hmm. Because they they work extremely well on a trap field. I mean, you can you can almost hit them before they hit the ground out there and break them. Oh, now the thing is, when we go to say we go to Cabela's and we love to go to Cabela's and we go into their choke tube aisle and you've got Pattern Master there, is it easy to figure out how to get whatever we want? Are they all plainly labeled? I mean, like this is an anaconda dummy and use it for doves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, how do we go about selecting them? Okay, well, we have a line called. Code Black. Mm -hmm. The Code Black is game-specific. It says right on the package, one of them is labeled a turkey, a goose, a duck, timber, upland, decoy. Okay, so they're, they're all labeled like that. Uh -huh. And that was the reasoning why we, we uh, uh, did the Code Black line of tubes, because people would come in, they were confused, because we have a lot of different tubes, and they didn't want to buy the wrong one and have to return it or something, so... Now when they come in, they can see what they need. They know they're going duck hunting. This one says duck. Okay, and away they go. Holy duck cow. Ducks. That's awesome because so we can go to Cabela's or we can hop online, go to Bass Pro, wherever it is, uh, mm -hmm. and we can buy a whole set from Pattern Master that is going to suit all of our fall adventures 
uh, whether it is waterfowl, upland. That That's very nice, taking the guesswork out of it uh, for a lot of shooters. Because let's face it, a lot of people just want to go out, Mr. Larry, and they want to shoot some birds. You know, they and don't want to waste ammunition. They don't want to get super technical. And so you guys have really helped us out with that. Yeah, a lot of people don't know shotguns as well as we do here, but. You know, <laughs> they do need a little little uh, guidance there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, we, uh, we've we been talking with Larry Lutenegger. Of course, he is the CEO of Pattern Master Choke Tubes. That's right. Got to hop online. Check them out. PatternMaster.com. Now, Mr. Larry, you guys have social media, all that good stuff. So listeners right now, they can go to PatternMaster.com. They can hop on your social media. They can follow you. They can watch your videos. All that good stuff, right? That's right. All right. One more time, Mr. Yep. Larry Lutenegger. He is the CEO. Oh, Pattermaster, we're talking weed and shooting on today's show. We got to get to a break. Mr. Larry, you are so awesome. God bless you. Thanks for coming on, sir. Well, thanks for having me on. You bet. Hey, coming up next is Eva Shockey. She's going to be talking about her new book. That's right. Taking aim, daring to be different, happier, and healthier. And the great outdoors. That's everything we aren't. Uh, she's also the co-host Jim Shockey's Hunting Adventures. Seen on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. But this has been brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings and Cabela's. But before we get to break, here's a little word from Mrs. Bunny. We'll see you on the other side with Eva Shockey. Mrs. Bunny's got your goose. Get your goose. Depending on where you're at in the country, early season goose hunting seasons can begin anywhere between mid to late August and October and offer one of the most action-packed hunts that waterfowl hunters will encounter all year. Geese are typically easier to locate and pattern during the earlier season and can be often found in higher concentrations. Early season geese have yet to experience hunting pressure, which can often make them a little quicker to commit to a decoy spread. If you want to put more geese on the ground, put in adequate time scouting. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. No GMOs, no gluten, no calories. For over 15 years, providing family-friendly entertainment that promotes an active, healthy outdoor lifestyle. Stick around. The boys will be right back. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't. Check for traffic updates. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid, the new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. Here's to wasting more of your time on the revolution with Jim and Trav. Well, while you're here, why not check out some early wing shooting? Now, here's Eva Shockey, author of Taking Aim and co-host of Jim Shockey's Hunting Adventures, seen on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Silencer Shop at silencershop.com. Here are the boys. Hey, folks, we're back. We got a very special guest coming up. Eva is an author, my friends. Boom, boom, boom. Taking Aim. Just she is a queen. <laughs> Just now being joined by she's the queen of the outdoors, Miss Eva right. Shockey. Oh, she's the co-host of Jim Shockey's Hunting Adventures, seen on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, she has an all-new book, Taking Aim, Daring to be Different, Happier, and Healthier in the Great Outdoors. Plus, we want to mention <laughs> healthier, yes, <laughs> quit smoking, Jimbo. Uh, plus, she has a book tour VIP in San Antonio, September 12th. Be there, be square, people. Miss Eva, how's it going? Welcome back. I'm wonderful. Thank you guys for having me back on. Yes, we're so glad to have you. Now, first of all, I want to pull out probably my favorite line in your new book. 
uh, taking aim. It says, but between what I did know of Tim and the fact that he was a well-known athlete, I figured he had too much at stake to kill me and toss my lifeless body in the ditch somewhere. Needless to say, he wasn't a murderer. <laughs> I love that. that. That's honesty. We went back and forth on whether we should put that in, but I said, you know what? true and I really did take a chance on him and I kind of just used my judgment that he was a good person and he sure yeah. was because now he's the father of my baby and my husband yeah well actually that sounds like a conversation you would have with Jim <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he was on board too luckily he likes I think he likes him more than he likes me <laughs> now tell us about taking aim um such a fabulous book that chronicles your life, your upbringing, your history to now. Tell us, obviously, you wrote this book when you're pregnant with Miss Letty Bow. Tell us what this book means to you. Yes, I wrote it. I started writing it actually the week I found out I was pregnant with her. And I think that was just sort of a kickoff to wanting to spread the word and tell a story that encourages people to do something that maybe they're a little bit scared of, which really was what I was doing because writing a book was not in my repertoire of talents <laughs> at the time. I'm still not sure the word author to me still sounds a little crazy next to my name, but it's something I want them to read this book, whether they're hunters, non-hunters, whether they're interested in the outdoors, or honestly, I even said if people don't like hunting, I'd still love them to read this book because I really think it will open their eyes up to a whole nother world. It'll hopefully encourage them to get out of their comfort zone, take a leap, go against the grain, and maybe a little bit of pushback from people thinking you're not supposed to do that because you're a girl, you're too young, you're too old, whatever it is, and just take a chance and go for it. Yeah, talk with uh, Miss Eva Shockey. She is the co-host Jim Shockey's Hunting Adventures, seen on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, I love this, the author taking aim, daring to be different, happier <laughs> and healthier in the great outdoors. You know, that's one thing I, I do want to touch on with you. Obviously, you paid great tribute to Miss Tiffany Lukoski, one of the women in the outdoors uh, that we truly admire her so much we love the whole Lukoski family but specifically about you what is it that non-hunters and hunters alike identify with and gravitate towards I think one of the things was definitely that I started a little later and I started at 20 with no idea anything to do with hunting I mean I had been around it but I really hadn't paid a lot of attention to the details yeah so I think people can relate because I really don't take myself too seriously you'll never hear me say I'm an expert or I'm the best ever, or I'm the best at this, that, or the other. I just love being out there, and I make mistakes all the time. I ask questions all the time that people <laughs> would probably be shocked that I'm asking, but I just like being outdoors. I love challenge. I love exercise, fresh air, family. I love eating wild game, which is one of my favorite things about hunting, and I think everyone can relate to those things and not feel intimidated, like I think I'm better than them or anything like that. If anything, I think most of the people that come up to me, they can probably teach me things about hunting, and that's the best part about being a hunter is that everyone's really open to that and welcoming people in. And there are, like you said, Tiffany Lukoski is one of the most incredible people, one of my really good friends now. And when I first entered the industry, which is something I talk about in the book, I was a little bit nervous that people would think I'm coming in just to, I don't know, be on a TV show. And it was so not what I was doing. If anything, I probably would have chosen not to be filmed at the time, but <laughs> it was just part of our family business. And Tiffany welcomed me in and was just so genuinely excited to have me as a hunter and joining the crew 
the United Group of Hunters, and I've tried my very best to do that to everybody along the way because that meant so much to me when I was first starting out. Yeah, we're talking with the Huntress herself and author, uh, Miss Eva Shockey, taking aim, daring to be different, happier, and healthier in the great outdoors. Awesome new book you have to pick up. Now, in this book, I, we, we read it front to back, absolutely love taking aim. But there's a sense of vulnerability in the book. You open yourself up to situations you have never made light of before, um, emotions that you felt, the, the what was running through your head the whole time, dealing with confidence issues, self-image, persecution online. Was that tough to open yourself up in taking aim? It really was, actually. It was a lot harder than I had anticipated, and... I've told a few people since writing this book, the most vulnerable moment in my life ever is when this book is going to come out because (laughs) I mean, there's nothing crazy. I don't have some crazy dramatic past or anything, but I really wanted to share my story with people because I want people out there that if they're feeling the same thing to see that it's okay to feel that, but still push through it and still follow whatever path that they're trying to take because I do that. And I mean, still to this day, there's many, many moments where I'm not quite sure. I'm a little bit insecure in my decisions. But I follow through with them and I keep going. And so far, I mean, it works out how you want in some way or the other, whether you were looking for a final event or it came looking for you along the way. But I really wanted to let people know that everyone deals with that no matter where they are. Well, I do have to admit something. My wife pre-ordered something last night and it was your bedroom set from Cabela's. <laughs> we did. Ah, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, there is, I have so many things going on right now. I can barely keep my head on. <laughs> yes. yeah, my bedding set just came out with Cabela's, which is another crazy, amazing thing I'm so grateful for. So now what we're going to do is Sunday night is going to lay in bed, cover up, and, and watch Jim Shockey's <laughs> hunting adventures. It's like, the, it's like the whole feel, you know, the atmosphere. It's literally. <laughs> Someone the other day saw a picture of me, and I was, it was a poster for my bedding set, and I'm in my bedding set reading my book, and they're like, wow, <laughs> a little full of yourself, aren't you? No, it wasn't what I intended at all. So we want to mention one more time, Taking Aim, Daring to be Different, Happier, and Healthier in the Great Outdoors. This is a must-have read. I encourage everyone to pick up a copy, give it to your, your spouse, your kids, your next-door neighbors. This It sets such a precedence uh, for where we need to be heading, uh, not only in the outdoors, but just as a lifestyle. Uh, Miss Eva, to learn more about you taking aim where do we have to head to online head to facebook and instagram is where i post every single day updates and news and all that so if you go there my name's just eva shockey on there or you can go to evashockey.com and get all the information hey that was eva shockey and she is miss outdoors lady that's right and don't forget san antonio september 12th vip in the evening with miss eva is gonna be epic all right one last time taking aim daring to be different happier and healthier in the great outdoors we do have to get to break miss eva you're so awesome god bless you we love you we appreciate you thank you thank you guys i literally have a smile on my face after hearing how happy and positive you guys i appreciate you so much the revolution with jim and trev log on to jimandtrev.com now and stay connected stick around the revolution will be right back Hotel, Maui's Hawaiian Hotel. 
located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool. Indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This is how we do it. It's real people, real adrenaline. The new app that lets you stream from the world's largest library of exclusive outdoor content. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. You can even download. It's adventure to go. That's what I'm talking about. Powered by the leaders. Built on the experience of legends. Start your free trial today. Download the My Outdoor TV app right now. We would have died in here if we would have stayed in. As Hurricane Harvey continues to wreak havoc on Texas with historic rainfall and catastrophic flooding. 11 trillion gallons of water have fallen from the sky. It's time for all of us to step up and pitch in. Well, we need a community. The other states, we need help. Please donate to the American Red Cross now at redcross.org. There is so much need. Time is running out. Please, the people of Texas need your help now. We need to get it here quick. Thank you. Right now the whole city is paralyzed. Ladies and gentlemen, here is an important message. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. Yeah, of course. That's what's going down. Never fear. You can always contact the boys 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week, and we had a lot of diverse guests. A lot of great stuff on this week's show. Ronnie Phillips and Logan Burdett, Ireland Waterfowl, Larry Lutenager, CEO of Patternmaster, Miss Eva Shockey, talking her new book, uh, Taking Aim, Becky Humphrey, CEO of NWTF plus Mrs. Bunny. This was a great show. Fantastic show, guys. Way to kick off the wing shooting seasons. Yeah, and hey, we want to thank our 550 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Maneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. That's right, and get outdoors this weekend, take some kids with you, and read them taking aim, perhaps under a big oak tree. Or just before they go to bed. Unless you're illiterate like me. <laughs> I can't read. No, get outdoors this weekend and do some wing shooting. Uh, if seasons are open right now in your state. Hot dog. It is so much fun. Kids are going to have a blast hunting for Dove. Plus, they make outstanding table fare. True that. Mrs. Bunny, last word? Eat Dove. Yeah, and uh, we want to remind you that uh, give to the uh, the folks down in Houston. Uh, we mentioned it earlier in the show about giving to the Red Cross to help out those folks down there. If you can't do that, pray for them. Just go to redcross.org and donate today. Or you god.com. Can, you can donate 50 cents, a dollar, five bucks, whatever you have. Uh, and obviously send prayers their way. Redcross.org. We got to get to a break. You know what? Peace out. We love you, boys and girls, so much. In Texas, we're thinking of you. God bless. God bless.